I'm going to speak to you about some recent policy work we have done on the experience of doctors working through the menopause. Our full report, Challenging the Culture on Menopause for Working Doctors, can be found on the BMA website. We received some really great publicity around this piece of work, including our findings being published on the front pages of The Guardian. Back in November 2019, the BMA began to explore what workplace support was available to doctors experiencing the menopause. This piece of work stemmed from a motion from the Consultants Conference, calling for better support for the senior medical workforce to help increase retention. Deputy Chair of the Consultants Committee, Dr Helen Fidler, and Head of Secretariat, Carly Jose, raised that menopause could be an area where the senior medical workforce are currently being left unsupported. This was a topic area we hadn't really explored before, so we put together a working group to explore the issue. We wanted to understand the specific challenges that clinical environments and the demands of a medical career bring to doctors experiencing the menopause, and what adjustments and supports and changes could be made to make this process easier for them. We decided to send out a survey to the membership, asking them to share their experiences, and we were delighted to receive 2,000 responses. The survey included multiple open text questions where respondents shared their experiences. Many of these were very detailed, open and moving, and I was quite taken aback about the intensity of the symptoms and the challenges some doctors are currently facing. I'll just quote from one of our respondents. I am quite happy to talk about my physical symptoms, as my boss is a woman who has been through the menopause. My hormone-related mental health issues are more complex, and when I'm experiencing them, I don't feel able to talk to anyone, let alone ask for changes I feel I don't deserve as I appear to be doing my job so badly. I suffer attacks of low confidence, which makes me question my worth and ability to do my job. When coupled with the symptoms, I've often felt like giving up. This is just one of many powerful responses, highlighting the impact that menopause can have on a doctor's career. Before going into our key findings, I'll just give a quick background on the menopause. The majority of women experience menopause between the ages of 45 and 55, with the symptoms lasting an average of four years. According to the GMC register, there are just over 30,000 women doctors in this age group, so menopause is currently affecting quite a big chunk of our workforce, and this number will continue to go up to reflect the increase in women that have joined the profession over the years. Around 1 in 100 women will go through early menopause. This can be a particularly distressing for women who intended to have children. People who are non-binary, transgender or intersex may also experience symptoms as a result of the menopause. It is really important that employers remember that there is no such thing as a typical menopause experience and the way that it impacts people varies greatly. That is why it is so important that any menopause policies or areas of action must be centred around open and respectful conversations where everyone's symptoms are treated with dignity and respect. Symptoms of menopause are also wide-ranging. The ones that feature most strongly in our survey responses were hot flushes, night sweats, insomnia and fatigue, heavy bleeding, loss of confidence and anxiety. Something the survey did demonstrate, that any effective menopause support must put equal weight on addressing the physical health symptoms as long as the mental health symptoms. So back to the survey. I'll just go through some of our key findings. We found that 93% of survey respondents had experienced symptoms as a result of the menopause, with 66% experiencing both physical and mental symptoms. 90% said these symptoms had impacted their working lives, with 38% said the impact was significant. When looking at these figures, it is quite alarming that this is still not recognised as a workplace issue, 
where employers have a responsibility to normalise discussions and be proactive in providing support and allowing changes. There was a strong pattern of doctors feeling much more tired at work and feeling very isolated. There were also new practical challenges that were impacting how they could work. So doctors are often expected to work for long periods without any breaks, meaning they do not have access to regular toilet facilities or drinking water. This can be incredibly uncomfortable for a doctor experiencing hot flushes or episodes of heavy bleeding. When we say significant impact, this has included doctors changing their career paths or even leaving medicine early. It is extremely concerning to find that some women may be permanently stepping back from senior positions in medicine, which is a key cause of the gender pay gap, and the health service may be losing experienced staff because of inflexibility and a lack of support during a relatively short phase of a doctor's career. We also learned that many doctors want to make changes or adjustments to their ways of working whilst experiencing the symptoms of the menopause. 35% of respondents had made changes to their working lives as a result of the menopause and 9% intended to make changes. 39% wanted to make changes to their working lives as a result of menopause but said they were not able to. The most common change requested was access to flexible working. This could be through reducing hours, regular working patterns or stopping night shifts. Whilst unfortunately many respondents had had this request denied, those that had agreed a flexible working arrangement with their employer had seen a real change in their physical and mental health. As one respondent said, I now have a work-life balance. I have the energy to see friends, feel safe and drive, and I feel 20 years younger. I am excited about work and passionate again about teaching, innovation and research and my clinical work. Another common change requested was changes to their physical working environments. For example, people had been given access to fans or rooms with better temperature control. They had asked for working patterns that allowed for rest to get drinking water and also getting access to showers and changing rooms. These changes, many of which are low cost and would end up benefiting all doctors, could make a real difference to these doctors' working lives. Concerningly, Only 15% had discussed their menopause symptoms with their manager and 48% wanted to but did not feel comfortable doing so. This is quite an alarming figure and it's really important we consider why this remains such an uncomfortable topic for so many. Whilst there were examples of managers and colleagues responding negatively when doctors raised the challenges that menopausal symptoms had on their work, there was a stronger pattern of doctors and managers just not discussing the subject of menopause at all because it was considered a taboo. Breaking through that taboo and making a menopause a normal conversation in the workplace is an essential step if we want to create a menopause-friendly workplace. An effective action to do this would include implementing a menopause policy that includes information on menopause, the support and adjustments available to support staff and a proactive approach for management to provide tailored support. The policy should be visible to all staff so colleagues are aware of the impact of menopause And we do have some excellent examples of menopause policies, for example, at Sherwood Forest Hospital Trust. We do also need to address issues with the wider NHS culture and attitudes more broadly that deter doctors from speaking up when they need additional support. Unfortunately, we also saw examples of sexist and ageist attitudes in the workplace where women were worried that if they raise something that's typically seen as a woman's issue, they would receive more sexism from their colleagues and an issue that of ageism that because there were so few senior women in their place of work, that if they were to raise this issue, they would suddenly be denied career progression opportunities and seen, say, past it in their careers. We also found that we need a more compassionate culture in medicine, 
where doctors feel free and open to say when they are struggling. So we've put together some high level areas of actions that we think could be addressed to support doctors going through the menopause. I'm just going to read these out. So number one is breaking the taboo. Employers should take proactive approach to normalising the topic of menopause and spread awareness, particularly among managers, of the impact the symptoms can have on work. Number two, access to flexible working. Enabling doctors to work flexibly will make their symptoms more manageable and improve morale. This should be made available across all specialties and for those in or applying for senior roles. Number three, adjustments to the workplace. This could include improving room ventilation, easier access to toilet facilities, drinking water and rest breaks. Number four, support for mental health and well-being. Menopause can impact your mental health as well as your physical health. Employers should sign up to the standards in the BMA's Mental Health and Wellbeing Charter to effectively support staff's mental health. And finally, number five, developing an inclusive culture, including actions to address sexist and ageist behaviours in the workplace that prevent women speaking about menopause and asking for support. Following on from the publication of the report, we have had members and stakeholders express their interest to work with us in securing better support for doctors as they experience the menopause. We are now in the process of deciding what our next steps will be and how the BMA can best work with employers and doctors to address the many challenges raised in the report.